0: Watch Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, Dave Aranda coming up at 5 o'clock. And uh, you may want to hear this. He compares his uh, newest quarterback to his golden doodle puppy, Nala. Uh, and so this will be very interesting. About a 25-minute conversation with Dave Aranda. This man that I'm about to talk to doesn't have 25 minutes because he has to basically do these calls from work sites around the Baylor campus. And so he's got to duck in, duck out. Uh, Henry Howard, the associate AD uh, for capital projects and championships at Baylor University, uh, Henry, welcome to the show Now. Are you in a hard hat in a vest as you do this interview, or have you actually stepped into your office? What's your scene like over there?
1: Well, Matt, thank you for having me. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. I am moving and shaking a lot. We've got two significant projects ongoing uh, on Baylor campus, but I have stepped inside so you wouldn't hear the whistling of of the winds. <laughs>
0: I heard you and John talking about those cranes recently, and you've sent that one enormous crane on. There's one that remains. I mean, that, that is, uh, that's just amazing and awe-inspiring to think about what all has to get moved over there. We always kind of wondered, okay, how is this all going to fit? And yet it's really looking beautiful over there as it all comes together. Um, Henry, having seen this from like day one, um, what I mean, how are we doing? I mean, it, it seems like y'all are really moving now at a, at a very quick pace and, and seems to be a lot of building excitement, uh, no pun intended.
1: Yes, sir. It's moving along. It's progressing nicely at the Foster Pavilion. Uh, as you know, we have a basketball deadline. We have a season starting in – our conference season starting in January of 2024 – So uh, it's kind of good to have that deadline because you know you've got to get it done so that we can host the teams, host the fans. Uh, It's fast paced, but it's a lot of movement right now. We're seeing a lot of things like structural steel go up, which you can see uh, apparently from I 35 from University Parks Drive. The roof is almost, uh, the roof paneling is almost complete. Uh, Our next major milestone will be in July. We're going to have a substantial dry in. So that you know, when we have inclement weather, we can still work inside. But we just had our topping out ceremony this past Friday, and for those that aren't familiar with a topping out ceremony, it was the last piece of structural steel that was affixed to the facility. And so we had a ceremony Friday uh, afternoon that uh, thanked all the the workers who were on site as we finished that last piece of structural steel. And so now we can start working on things like the walls, um, finish up electrical plumbing, all the essential trades that are needed. But once you have that steel structure in place, you really have what you need to complete the project and make even more progress.
0: Well, I tell you, and and you've been working on this. Henry, take us through your story a little bit in terms of this pavilion. You've got obviously other projects, and your office oversees what the 19, the events and the 19 varsity sports, all of that. But this has been... Interesting, because uh, when was the first time, like, go back to what year that, that you, you st- we started kind of talking about this? Uh, from, from almost the conceptual part of this until the groundbreaking until now, how, how many years has this been now?
1: Yeah, Mac had this vision uh, since, he may have had it longer, but he shared his vision with me, um, I would say the end of 2018, beginning of uh-huh. 2019. And so the last two years or so, we've just been working on the design, uh, fine-tuning, renderings, uh, making sure that we're meeting the student-athletes' needs, trying to think of everything that a guest would need on the game day. Uh, but I would say late 2018, early 2019. And then I'm glad you mentioned um, it takes a team to do this. This is not, not me. I'm very thankful to be the person that gets to talk to you today on your radio show But it it comes all the way from the athletic director to lead gifts from the the fosters and many other donors. Uh, But then we're working with a great team of construction team. Uh, We've been utilizing AECOM's architectural services. They're out of Kansas City. We're also using uh, Austin Commercial is our contract manager. They actually help us build McLean Stadium, so we're very familiar with them. And then we have a great team on campus, our Baylor Construction Services, uh, J.D. Death and many, many others that are on his team. So uh, it's a team sport. Basketball is a team sport, and we've got a great team assembled to make sure that the game day experience is great. And then also the Development Center, that's where our student athletes will train 365 days out of the year. So we're making sure that we give them uh, the greatest technology, state-of-the-art amenities so that they can be at their best, whether it's academically, uh, physically, spiritually. But It is definitely a team effort. So it, it really got hot and heavy when we assigned a architect. That's when we could really start looking at the blueprint and yeah. design each room. But it started back in 2018.
0: Well, it's uh, it's looking great. The Fudge, that opera, football uh, operations center over there, you know, y'all are uh, on schedule and, and, and going and blowing on that, too. That's going to be great. Jeremy Fudge and I went to school together, um, and so it's uh, it's pretty neat when one of your buddies gives that kind of, that level of money, and so that's going to be awesome to see. And it's fun to have Baylor people with some of these different places that you are Austin commercial. You were talking about Austin. You know, one of the, the president in Austin was an old classmate of mine, Brad Brown, who you probably run across at some point, but uh, uh, there's a lot of Baylor people involved at a lot of different levels, and so this is a really neat process. Henry Howard, Associate AD for Capital Projects and Championships here on the Matt Mosley Show. Something you and John were talking about got my attention. You were talking about the seating in there, and you can kind of see the foundation, so to speak, for the seats. Um, you can already see that in some of the visuals as you and John were talking. And you mentioned the more vertical feel to the seating than maybe the horizontal feel of the Farrell Center. And that grabbed my attention because there's going to be a feeling in a place that holds about 7,500 that everybody's going to feel a little closer to the action, especially since it kind of goes up. What was the – I love that stat you had about the – the, the, the farthest seat away at this new Foster Pavilion in relation to the one at the Farrell Center. What was that one, uh, Henry? Remind me. Yes, sir.
1: We know that we're never going to be the biggest. We're just not going to be able to compete in the size of the state schools. You know, name your state school, uh, Oklahoma, Texas. You pick one. But we think that we can be uh, on the cutting edge of technology. We think that we can be on the cutting edge of game day experience. And so we wanted to create a home atmosphere that really it gave our students an advantage when they're playing in Waco. And so one way to accomplish that was let's get the, the rowdy fans closer you know, to that team, the visiting team where they're sitting. Let's get everyone closer to the action so that they want to come out to the arena. And the stat that you're referring to is we did a study of the, the slope of the stands at the Ferrell Center and then the slope of the, the stands at the Pavilion. And what's the closest we could get people to the court. You know, and to ensure that their safety is still okay and that they have a good experience. So at the Feral Center, if you compared it to the Foster Pavilion, the furthest seat in the pavilion, the last row is 54 feet closer to the court than the last row of the Feral Center. And the Feral Center is a great facility, many, many great memories and games, but we just wanted to make sure the fans were on top of the action and could really impact the outcome of the game. Give them a reason to get off the couch uh, and come to the arena
0: what do, what do you think is the, the coolest architectural flourish so to speak you know these things there are some things that are similar in all of these arenas uh, Texas just built one with that Moody uh, Center that they have I'm, I'm wondering as you started to look at these plans the renderings everything about it I, I would think the relationship to the river is very neat for a lot of things we do at Baylor, not just this deal, but not you know not just this arena or structure. But what about this you know, it's already taking shape as we drive by it on thirty five. What about this do you think really differentiates it and, and and gives it its own real character, uh this this specific uh, structure of the foster pavilion? That
1: that's a that's a really good question. I don't know that I've had anyone ask me that. Uh, So I want to start on the outside, and and you've you've identified one of them. Not many universities are directly on a a river, so we wanted to make sure we were maximizing the views, maximizing the story behind the Brazos River. You know, On a game day, whether it's a basketball game day or a football game day, I can see both of our programs utilizing that for recruiting. I can see our basketball uh, programs taking a boat over to the football stadium on a football game day. Uh, going over there on recruiting visits, and then vice versa. Football may want to come down the river to take a recruit to a a basketball game. So we want to make sure we're we're utilizing the river. Another thing that we think is an advantage is, and we did a study on this, approximately 50 million vehicles travel on I-35 annually. It's uh, 300-something thousand per day. So when you have catty-cornered between McLean Stadium, the Herd Welcome Center, and the Foster Pavilion, there's no way you can miss Baylor campus and know that you're on our campus. You know, maybe 20 years ago, you might somehow not know that you were passing the university. Now we've really captured that to millions of, of people that are, are traveling on I-35, so we think that's, a, again, a unique advantage. Okay. the facility, again, we're tra- – go ahead.
0: No, no, I want to hear this. Yeah, but in the, within the facility?
1: Within the facility, we're trying to make it where when once you get inside the arena, you're experiencing the game no matter what you're doing. So whether you're in your seat closer to the court compared to the Ferrell Center or say you need to run to the concession stands or run to the restroom, we've got a 360-degree openness to the facility. So even if you're at the concession stand waiting – uh, for you know, 45 seconds, a minute and a half to get your food, uh, you can still feel the game. You can literally turn and see the action from the main concourse. Uh, so we think that's a an advantage. Uh, and then we've got state of the art technology. You know, we've got A and C boards on each end, where most most facilities, not most, but a lot of facilities have center hung school boards. We've got them on the end. We've got ribbon boards. Uh, we've looked at everything from the acoustics of how the the sound uh, reflects off the ceiling, off the roof, to make sure that it's a raucous environment. So, we're just trying to pay attention to a lot of little details that add up to an amazing game day experience.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. And, you know, at Moody, the broadcast have had some troubles. It is so loud. I'm not talking about the fans. I'm talking about the music and everything. It, it overpowers, and, and, like, the ESPN broadcast have, has have some uh, issues. So I'm sure there are different places you can almost learn things. And then, of course, once we roll out the red carpet, there will be things you have to work on. Everybody will just have to be patient. There will be growing pains, I'm sure. But it will be so so exciting um, next uh, – and I cannot wait to get the schedule in front of us, you know, and know exactly who that first game is going to be against. I mean, that's a uh, – there's a lot of firsts that are going to be coming and are going to be incredible. Now, parking-wise, Henry, um, I, I think I heard you and John talking about this. There'll be, there'll be a garage you're going to build um, just kind of right over there at the corner of which streets? Yes, sir.
1: We're going to have a parking garage on the corner of Clay and University Parks. And I'm very thankful you brought that up because one of the great partners that I failed to mention, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, is is the city of Waco. They've been amazing to work with, and they actually own the garage on the corner of Clay and University Parks. And on game day, athletics will use 450 of those parking spots. Um, to host our you know operations, our donors. Uh, so I'm very thankful you brought that up. They will they will own the garage. They're generously allowing us to use those 450 spots on a on a game day. And we do need some grace. You know, you mentioned that we may stumble our toe. there will be some things that happen. but I do want to remind the audience that we'll play non-conference in the feral center, you know that the November December schedule, but then we'll play, conference in the foster pavilion. So that's January through the March mm-hmm. and the development center, which is where the student athletes will have two practice courts, a weight room, a medical training room, uh, a dining area that won't actually be completed until the, the summer of 2024. So we won't have all the amenities for that, that first few months of competing. And we're going to have to make some adjustments you know, where the home team lockers, where the visiting team lockers, uh, that parking garage that, that you referenced, um, it will be substantially complete, but there will be some tweaks. The facade may not be completed. So it may not look as pretty as the end result, but it will be functional for those 450 spaces. All right, Another I've got some. Was the the walk. I'm sorry to cut you off there. The no, Riverwalk, no, no, which will connect to McQuinn Stadium, um, it won't be completed until uh, 2025 so that first game there will be some noticeable um areas that are not quite complete so we probably need to make sure we're uh, communicating that out but inside the arena for the guests the 7500 guests it will be operational and fully functional
0: well this is exciting i i i love the thought of it january 2024 i've only asked mac about that date you know over and over and over and i'm sure you get the same kind of question and it really does seem like things are on schedule and um and it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful place it already is taking shape henry i i appreciate the time and i look forward to uh getting to meet with you uh on campus there sometime and and uh, cannot wait to take a tour of the place and uh, appreciate everything you're doing
1: well, Matt, I appreciate you having me on today. It's my first time on the radio show, so I can mark this off my bucket list item. And when it comes time to talk about the Fudge Football Development Center, I'll be waiting for your call.
0: I can't wait to do that. And, of course, that's, uh, we're looking at, uh, I think, summer, maybe 2024. That'll be, uh, that's going to be very exciting as that time comes. Henry, appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you, sir. Have a great day
0: you bet uh henry howard boy you'd never know that would you aaron Uh, henry uh henry knows his way around the radio man he's got he's got the whole thing uh it's really exciting to hear all that and uh and he's got a great feel for it i i uh, i've seen him do a lot of media with uh, john morris so he's He's being humble, but he's an old hat at some of this media stuff, and uh, but has a great feel for all of it and uh, really fun to visit with him there. Okay, it is time for something we call camp.